So then, here's the conclusion, not to the message, to the thought that all things work together for good. It's God's work. It's all God's work. He knew you before you were born. He predestined you to be like Christ. He called you. He justified you. He glorified you. Look at verse number 31. What shall we then say to these things? What he just mentioned. If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Let me give you the Jemakai version of that. If God be for me, what does it matter who's against me? In Fidel Castro's empire, early on, he was destroying as many Christians as he could because he saw them as the opposition. He'd line them up before firing squads and shoot them. The Christians began to praise God when they were lined up with the firing squad. The guards got affected, as you would guess. Started getting saved. Couldn't shoot them. Fidel Castro instructed the guards, gag them. We can't have this. If God be for us, what does it matter who is in opposition to us? It doesn't. And look there. He goes on and he says, Who shall say anything? This is, this, is, this is verse number 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? In other words, who can bring a charge against you and I? Here's what he says. It is God that justifies. Somebody says to you that this morning, Tisha, I knew you. I don't, don't, don't you try to be holy around me. I know you. I've had people tell me this. I had my own brothers do this to me. Who, who do you think you are, Jim? You're just an upstart from our family. You ain't even wet behind the ears. Who do you think you are trying to tell us about God? We know you. We know what you've done. You look them right square in the eyeball. Don't remove your gaze one bit. Look them right square in the eye and say, God took care of it all. God took care of it all. Hallelujah. The only one who stands in a position to bring a charge against you is not the devil, not the old crowd that knew you before you were saved, David, not the old crowd that remembers the things you did previously, Jinx, not the old crowd, Jennifer, that knew you when you were in high school, not that crowd, not anybody. But Jesus Christ, He's the only one that is in a position to bring a charge against you. And what does our text say? He doesn't condemn you. No, He died for you. He justified you. You're free. Woo, that's shouting time. You are free indeed. I told you what free indeed means when you know the truth. Set you free. Who or what can defeat us? Jesus is the only person in a position to judge or condemn us. And He doesn't judge or condemn us. Verse 38 and 39 then goes with it. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. He said down in verse 35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword. I think he's covered quite a bit of territory there. In other words, what or who can defeat you? Nothing. Nothing and no one can defeat you if you are full of the Holy Spirit, walking in the Spirit. Listen, nothing and no one can defeat you. I have walked this church for how many years now, Renee? How long have I been saved? Since 1971. I've walked this. I'm telling you, 
in this life, on this earth, nothing and no one can defeat you if you will take this Word of God and walk it in purity and holiness, in the fear of the Lord, and in total, absolute dependence on the Holy Spirit.